I've been drinking. Ready? Already. Hey, the views of this show are strictly our own, and some of the language that you hear during this podcast may be offensive. Be, 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 be hey, nailed it. Hey. That was perfect. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Yo. Hey. Hey. Check it. Hey. Check it. What's up, JB? The life make you save, maybe your Emma F and on out with this microphone. Let me stop. Bro, I'm going to be cursing through the whole show anyway, so. <laughs> so. F that S. <laughs> Just to make true. sure you know what I'm saying. I'm chilling. How are you? Good, man. We're back. Yes, we are. We be high A to sing. Goddamn <laughs> time. Goddamn time. So what's the deal, fellas? How, how's everybody? What you been up to? What's going on? Yo, what's... just trying to fi- figure out your cue points and your mixer business over here. Yep. Oh, right now, right now, DJ Nate the Great is messing with the the Rain seventy two DJ mixer. Yeah, for any DJ nerds out there, first time using it for uh, the podcast, and the podcast is entitled. One song where each of us brings one song, we play it, we talk about it, and reflect about it, and then move on to the next and talk about other stuff. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing? What's going on, Jay? Jay, man, I'm great. Yeah, yeah, you are. How I'm come great. you so great? I'm so I'm so great because no, you're grand. I'm he's I, great. He's great. I'm grand. <laughs> you're grand. I'm dirty and grand. <laughs> dirty grand. Dirty grand. Okay. Is that a candy bar? No, no, right, that's okay. that's thousand grand or something. Th- hundred hundred thousand grand. Yeah, but I'm grand because drum roll, drum roll. Ah, I need a sound effect. I am now a grandfather. Hey, yeah. boop, 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 boop. my first grandson was born. Yo, congratulations! That Thank you. Awesome. Eight fifteen, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> Man, six pounds, fourteen oh, ounces, twenty inches. Big boy got long toes. And yeah, Javion. It's my grandson. Javion. Leo, huh? Leo. Leo. Huh? Leo. Damn. Yeah. Wait, right wait, right wait. at the end. What day? Right at the end. I tend to bump heads with Leo's. Uh, what was the date? August 15th. 15th. Oh, August 15th. 15th. All right. Yo, shout out to, let me see, August. That's, that's Sean Kirkpatrick, childhood friend, and unpaid bill, Billy Hickey. These are all childhood friends that had August 15th birthdays. Dang. Dope. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. Dope. That's dope. That's great. Yo, Yo I, got, I got a sister. You're great. Happy birthday. Melissa. Happy father's uncle. Great yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Albany Distilling Co. Let's get that out of the way yeah. right now. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got a sister, um, Melissa, August 13th. My boy, Wesley, August 13th. Um, somebody else is August 13th. Oh, my, my homegirl, Cindy, August 13th. Um it's a lot of August birthdays. Then, then tomorrow, the twenty second, Mar. Mar, August twenty second, my son Jaden. Hey. Then, then the twenty third, the twins, John and Jawan. When are they? The tw- August twenty third. What? The next day? Yep. How you do that? I be fucking. <laughs> I be fucking. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Jesse at L- L- Lost and Found Albany Word. and Vanessa. 
Vanessa and Jesse, uh, Vanessa is, you know, just one of the homies. Um, they are celebrating their birthday today. That's hey. what's up. Yep. Yo. And, and Vanessa was going to be on a podcast today, but her friends, all crew, decided to surprise her. But she was going to come through right, and right. drop a little Nipsey Hustle on Yo. us. That would have been yep. dope. dope. Yep. One more shout out. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Corey Cowan. Her yep. birthday was Sunday. Shout out to her. <laughs> and, and congratulations on her engagement. And she's that, engaged. That's, that's, I don't oh, want to say anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah nice, I, was with, nice. I was at Lo-Fi Lobo last night uh, after the movies. He was like, yo, I'm at this bar. So we went to go see him. And he was like, yo, freaking Juan. Juan, yep. Down on the knee and everything. To Corey while I went to go get Gatto because he was taking a nap. So I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. Only, he was like on his way back. All he heard was, yep. he's like, wait, what? Oh, damn. Yeah, moms was crying and everything. Oh. That's so dope, man. So dope. So congratulations, Corey. Yes. So um, so we're here. We, uh, we've, been gone, we've been gone for a minute now. We're back with Jump Off. Hey. We'll play some joints. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody brought their song. Yep. Uh... I didn't tell you what my song was, but I don't have to nope. go first. Yo, yo, JB, you go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. I would love to go first. You know what I'm saying? All right, you let's know why do I would this. love to go first? Because you're celebrating the most. This. Yeah, and you know, man, having children of your own is dope as hell, right? But then having grandchildren, you you get to experience that type of love in a different way. Because mm. I can love you now and then give you back to the to, to the parents. Done. But um, with yeah. the, on that note, I got nothing but love for my kids and and nothing but love for my grandson Javion. And the name of this song is called No Other. Okay, because because this is like a love that's no other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a love like no other. And um, rest in peace to my my lady um, Aretha Franklin, the queen. But yeah, play that joint by Cranium.
yeah. Woo! That's my joint, man. Gorgeous. Fly, fly, fly. fly. So that cool. was mad, like, Positano, Italy, Amalfi Coast. Word. <laughs> 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 that shit was fly. It was, it was. Woo! A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, sent it to me and put me on that song a while ago. I was like, yeah, that shit is dope. That mm-hmm. shit is dope. You, you played it out? Yeah, I played out. How's the reaction? Everybody loves it, yo. Because mm, nice they, they know who Cranium is. So. Yeah. yeah, it's dope. As a matter of fact, um, Jordan Hill, I was playing at Bombers one night, and he was at the bar, and he heard it. He came over. He's like, what is that? I need that song. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got you. I told him. He's like, yo, this is so dope. So now yeah. when he plays out, he plays it. He I rocks said, that joint. I said, make sure you give me my damn props, <laughs> and I'll you know give the props to the person that gave it to me. Whatever. Yeah, that. So side note, side note, side story, side story. Mm-hmm. Um, the song was dope and all, but uh, remember that time when you were rocking out and you rocked that song, and I was like, oh, yo, that song is really fly. And you were right. like, yo, I'll send it to you an email. And I was like, cool. And then you sent it to me an email? Right. That wasn't actually the song I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what song did you want? The other joint that you played before it. I don't remember, yeah. man. We'll have to go look through your playlist. Just side note, side note. My, my we'll laptop is over there. My laptop <laughs> is over there. When we're off air, we'll do that. Because, you know, right now we're only thinking about one song. One song. That's right. One song. One song. One song. <laughs> Speaking of one song, uh, <laughs> that comes from one song. No letting go. We ain't wonder. Yeah, exactly. that's truth. And exactly. I, it was nice how they, like, intertwined the... Yeah. Uh, the you know the signature melody from yeah. right from that in that it's funny because all of those melodies are coming back around again and then you know everybody's making this Afrobeat world mm. beat slash kind of reggae soca I don't know what to call it music now even Janet Jackson got a banging new joint oh yeah 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 sh- I was gonna bring fly. that but I, yeah. I wanted to do this instead Janet got a banger she got a freaking banger she really do she really brought it yeah. That's nothing like dope. nothing like she's done in the past. This is right. like a total new um, thing for her. You know, right. I was watching it. It's really fly. Watching an interview, and she was talking about whatever, like just like the climate. I guess there's a new song that she has out. Yeah, that's what, that's that's what we're this, saying. But it's not this one that y'all, y'all are referring to. It's an actually, it's actually a really really old song that right. she brought it back with a new beat. Oh, word. And I guess it was a B-side on a single with a different beat. And her goal was to, um, it was kind of like an Easter egg for her fans who would really know this song. And I don't know the name of it, but that that was part of her interview as she was talking about this tour that she's on right now. Oh, nice. And she brought this song back out, but with new production. So oh, her friend, yeah, cool. her friends are like, you know, her fans are like, you know, who really know her, like, holy shit, yeah, and they're singing along to it, yeah. not thinking that they would ever hear the song again or anybody would know about it, et cetera. So that's kind of like how um, Sierra, damn, Sierra got a did. frog in your throat. Yeah, you heard that right? It's kind of like punch, rum punch to I clear just that took frog a sip out, and that's what put the frog <laughs> in my throat. I think it was a, I think it was Senior Frog in my damn <laughs> rum punch. But um, that's kind of like what Sierra did. When she made that uh, level up joint, she took something else and just flipped it and made it her own. That level up joint is freaking crazy. Yo, people go bananas when that joint comes oh, on. Oh, snap. I got to listen for that joint. You haven't I don't heard know if level I've up? heard it. I, don't, I might not have heard it. You got it in your computer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we both got it. it. And I have the other joint, the 
that, yeah, that. Throw that ass in the circle. Yep. Throw that ass in the circle. Throw that ass in the circle. That shit is dope. Wait, we're going to rock this real quick. Is this it? No, Sierra. Was that played the wrong Oops. one? Oops. Hold up. Here we go. Whoopsie. Four, three, two, one. Level up. Level up. Oh, whoa. 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 Yup. Yup. All the songs so yummy. No, you want this yummy. Yummy all in your time. Level up. Level up. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. This joint, this yeah. joint kills, yeah. bro. It works. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get that. I'm putting it on my list. One night I played it. And I didn't realize that you had already played it, and people still went crazy for it. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Woo. So, uh, funny story about that song. The day it came out, I immediately downloaded it, and I had gym that class that day. I went to my gym, and they always have a playlist. You know, it's mixes from different DJs from around the whatever the country. They're cool. They actually they're pretty cool. And then. At the end of the wor- workout, there's a warm down. So I was like, yo, I got a song that you could play for- during warm down. Mm-hmm. And they, I, they played it, and the instructors went nuts. Like, the people in the class are dead. You know, they're, mm-hmm. we're at the end yeah. of the warm. You know, they're like, whatever. Yeah. You could play they're like, I'm Frank done. Sinatra. I don't care. Right. But the instructors were like, holy shit. I got to add this to our playlist. Da, 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 right, da. right. But it was that day. It was that Tuesday that it dropped or whatever. So, yeah, it's a fun song. Yeah, it's dope, man. Wait, you use that for a warm down song? Yeah. Oh snap! Because mm-hmm. our warm downs are just as <laughs> high. We're doing burpees during warm yeah, down. We are. <laughs> we are. We're doing lunges. We're doing jump squats. Like all of it. I'm like, oh. damn. Yeah. Yep. So who's up next? You want me to go? Yeah. All right. Let's go. What you got? What you... No. Right. You know what? You gotta. You. Let me go in the middle because I'm. I'm kind of. <laughs> 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 yeah. all, right. all right. Let's go. What what's up? Call me Aretha Franklin. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, we had. To get I knew Aretha I shouldn't. Franklin I shouldn't thing. have said anything about Aretha. I kind of figured you was gonna go there. Yeah, but my bad. All right, you want to intro this? Or you want me to just rock it? No, like let it rock. Take it from right. the top. Make sure it's nice and loud in the intro because that's the most important part for heads. And yep. Dearest of all, darling, 
so yeah, dope, yeah, so dope. Yeah, so uh, chose that song. Um, yeah, you rest did. in peace, rest in peace. Um, Aretha Franklin, definitely um, very instrumental in my life. Just growing up, listening to her. Uh, I I even posted recently, like I felt like I, I lost a family member uh, in that she spoke to me through music, you know, the same way my folks did, my mom did, my aunts, my, my sisters. Um, I feel like when she sang, I, I could, you know, it was very personal, it was very personified that she was singing to me. Um, and she did that to everybody, everybody, mm-hmm. anybody, anybody who listens to her voice. And she, I felt like she did it effortlessly. You know, she spoke, um, you know, she spoke of revolution. She spoke of, you know, she comes from the church. She is a blues singer. She's a gospel singer. She is a funk uh, enthusiast. She did disco. She did R&B. She did soul. She did all of those music, all of that music. And she did them perfectly. You know, you listen to any style of music that she grabbed and she wielded like nothing you know what i'm saying um i discovered that song and i also discovered if you don't mind pulling up the fat back band drummer speak all right just pull that up getting it getting it we're getting it we're getting it uh it didn't work no Let's see. Oh, let the drums speak. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So drop a little. That. Just play that a little bit. All right. Oh, oh. So I discovered these two songs at the same time. Okay, you can stop it. And Ooh. then and then if you go to Call Me, I mean, if you go to um, Selfish by Slum Village, produced by Kanye, I'm selfish. That's right. Yeah. All right. Whoops. That wasn't it. What the heck was that? Take, oh, it, to the, take it to the top if you can. The first key point. Well, the top kind of does that weird thing. Nah, there's another. That you probably got a. Oh, here. Are we going to do this one? Sorry. Here we go. Who's going to do this? There you Ooh. go. Yeah. All right, you can stop it. Because you hear the drums. You heard the intro. Yeah. So those are the drums. Those are Fatback Band drums. And the sample is from Call Me, Aretha Franklin, produced by Kanye, Slum Village, which is, you know, I'm, I'm a big Dilla, Slum Village head. Right. So when that album came out, you know, I could tell that that production wasn't necessarily Dilla, but it was on that second fantastic record. And I was like, wow, this is cool. And then sh- maybe like a couple of years after that, maybe like five or six years, I got like, um, I really started getting into my sample digging um, from tape CDs or whatever. Not quite the internet world, um, but like getting hard drives from other DJs in different places and going through their crates or downloading full length uh, radio stations of like old music. And those two songs were on there because I think, I found this thing called uh, Gold Digging. Oh. And it was a whole bunch of samples that Kanye used. Oh, all right. All yeah, right. it was like a whole folder. Um, and those two songs were on it. And I was like, 
oh shit, yeah. he put these two together to yeah. make that, and da 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 da. So you know, for all of that, I just thought it was a good good week. Um, you know, my love for Dilla, my love for Aretha, my heavy like for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that, is that a sliding scale? Is that a slippery scale? Yeah, yeah I just, <laughs> I just wish he wasn't so Kardashianly oh, Trumpy right now. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my theory about this whole thing? This whole Kanye Trump thing? Uh, no. Is this Nate or is this White Devil's Advocate? Um, no, it's Nate. It's okay. Nate. I'm really actually sure. trying to give Kanye the benefit of the doubt. Actually. Okay. Um, Man. Uh, is it cool for me to take it down this path before you? Are you done? I'm or, done. I, right. I'm done. I got, shoot. All right. So this is my this is my theory. So Kanye was you know all on you know talking good stuff about Trump and all kind of being on his dick and everything you know and um, but just a little bit after that, um, apparently Kim Kardashian was fighting to. Um, get a woman out of jail who's, I don't know, like 80 or 70 or something, and it's been in jail most of her life for some stupid drug charge or, you know, something, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw that. that. Um, and, you know, it occurred to me that we really don't know what's happening behind the scenes, you know. And ultimately, Donald Trump pardoned this woman, yeah. and she was able to go home to her family. And we really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And w- the question in my mind will always be, was was Kanye West just kind of like, you know, Trolling. masturbating Donald Trump to sweeten him up to right. to accomplish this, you know, this thing of getting this woman out of jail, you know, and, and get her pardoned. And I don't know. We'll, we'll never know. You know, maybe he's just maybe maybe part of it was that and part of it was it's good for his, uh, you know, publicity. And who knows, you know, good or bad publicity, whatever. Alice Marie Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't know, man. So I don't know either. It's I possible. mean, we don't know what conversations happen behind the, you know, behind the scenes, you know. Right. Uh, also, But at the same time, you know, we don't have to be OK with it either. Okay. We yeah, don't true, have true. to be okay with true. it. True. We can still be like fuck him, or we could be like, there's two sides. To every, you know, everybody's. You know, people are complicated. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. They're right. like assholes. You know, <laughs> yeah. if I got one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's tough. It's tough. I get it. Man. Yeah. I get it. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. I'm. I know y'all. I'm here with y'all. Exactly. That's, what's up. That's what matters right now. Yep. For real. I'll never meet a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Not in this you might. lifetime. You might. You're a pretty good DJ. You might end up DJing some fancy party someday. Some fancy schmancy. Yeah, you never know. What are you going to say? Uh, shit. Damn. What would you that, say if you met a Kardashian? Shit. Is this happening right you now? You done turned <laughs> Kanye into shit. <laughs> He's still brilliant, but he's shit. Oh, what happened to Lamar Odom? Yo, is that what you say to a Kardashian? Whatever happened to Lamar Odom? What happened to Bruce Jenner? <laughs> oh shit, touchy subject. Touch it is it. super it bad. Watch, but it's just like it's so like it's so complicated over there. You know, it's yeah, it so is. not cut and dry. It's like a it's like a different planet. Right. It's a media frenzy. It's like Yo, yeah. they all knew OJ too. It's all attention seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. OJ was Uncle OJ to them. That's right. That's right. All right. I'm done. Me and my song. All right. And, thank, I'm, and I'm done with this drink. Shout you, out to Albany Distilling. Thank Co. you, Kanye. Thank you, SV. But most importantly, thank you, 
to the Queen Aretha. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. What Pass, you got for Passing us? the torch over to me? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. So, you know, Aretha's passed on to a new level, right? So I guess that that transitions into my story of uh, um, what? We, we just poured libations. Yeah, we um, did. For Aretha. I just wanted yeah, to put that out we there. Did. The album's coming. Libations. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, how's it go for our ancestors? Uh, we're pouring libations. Every day is a celebration. Yeah. Every day is a ceremony. Let's drink and get this money. Hey. I pray we make this money. I also pray to my ancestors. That's it. Because we we're pouring libations. Yeah, okay. That's Sorry. what's up. All right. Promo, little promo. Yeah, I had, you know I got to stop yeah, a little bit. Of a little course, bit. of course. Because, yo, we just rocked that show last week, too. And we rocked the show like four weeks before that. Yeah, we did. We did. Me and JP have had a couple of shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like at a library yeah. in like this little hill town in, in Massachusetts, Massachusetts in the Berkshires. And it was super dope. There, there was two people there that were probably 12 and 13. Yeah. Everyone else was like 60 to 87. Yes. It was crazy. Yes. Get it. And we crushed it. Yeah. Everybody was super. It was like half show, half. Um, Q&A. Yeah. Q&A, man. Like we actually stopped the, the concert in the middle and took questions right. from the audience. <laughs> right. What do you think of that song? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I don't like the way I chopped that sample. <laughs> Like, JB was doing his, his regular thing, and all of a sudden, somebody's hand goes up in the audience. <laughs> Word. Like, okay, let's take some questions. Yep. But, yo, people were super interested, and you sold mad merch, didn't you? Man, I did almost 350 bucks in merch, man. In <laughs> merch. In merch. Like, that shit is incredible. Word. Excellent. Last week, I sold $10 worth of merch. Like, hey. It wasn't even your show. Well, it was my show. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. At Lost and Found. Oh, nah, not Lost. Like, no, 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 no. Gatto went nuts yo, last week. He he, yo, he, he, did he really ripped g- it, though. He did rip it. He did good on merch, but Moses crushed it on merch. He oh, crushed it he? more? Yeah. That's what's up. He had a good merch night. That's good. what's yeah. up. Good. Yo, he said, he said he had a sliding scale, but people were paying more than what he was asking for. Because Moses was crushing it, like yeah. both of them crushed it that yeah. night, man. Yeah, they crushed it. You really? missed that show. I, I, I feel like it. I feel like I was Vermonting that night. I feel like um, so so real quick. The there was a performance at Lost and Found. It was supposed to be outside and ended up being inside. It was called Mad Rain. Um, yeah, Mad Rain. Rain. It was called the party was called uh, Sweatpants in the Summer. Yeah, question yeah. mark. <laughs> because his album Subterranean Sweatpants. So everybody thought it had to do with sweatpants, but it had more to do with the title of his album. So they was like trying to dispel all of those myths or whatever. Was people just come wearing sweatpants? A couple, a couple of people that- wore sweatpants, but not really. I didn't you know? this time. I didn't yeah. look like I, I didn't look like a man whore. And this JB time. stays huh? wearing man uh man uh sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Man pants. That's JB's DJ outfit. Hell yeah. Sweatpants. Hell yeah. The gray, gray ones. sweatpants. The gray ones. The grays. So, y'all so, gonna learn day, women. Y'all gonna learn today. So this guy gets on stage. He does his set. He does a great job. He's got his little, um, you know, 404 SP. He's doing his beats live on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapping, talking. Right. Des joins him. They do their thing. I get back on uh, Armando a- AO. He rocks for a little bit. And then I set it up so that, because me and have been doing this for years and we're very like we're very much into theater and um 
trying to do things like that are out of the norm, out of the box as far as uh, performances go. So I charged one of my wireless uplights, had it fully charged, and Armando went on the upper deck and he followed Gatto around oh. the floor and Gatto had the wireless microphone. Yeah. And he just performed amongst the people with this light following him. Wow. And I almost feel like it should have stayed that way because it was very like Fred Astaire, mm. very, you know, um, Bing Crosby, like mm. that era where this light is going around, Frank Sinatra is being followed, Sammy Davis Nate, Jr. Nate, we got to bite, Nate. We got to bite, bite that, Nate. So, we need the lights, Nate. No, no, no. Do your own thing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm do playing. your own thing. <laughs> you do it so well. I'll get the light. <laughs> Yo, we're true. Where do you keep your lights? Exactly. Yo, lights? Yo, Yo, JB. I got no a show uh, Friday. Can I borrow one of your lights, True? Yeah, they're over there. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, JB. It was I, fun. I, I did an internship with True um, this That's past right, weekend. That's right. This past weekend. How'd yep. that go? It was amazing. I I was a DJ wedding DJ intern yep. for True Master, and he fine. showed me the ropes, and I walked with one of his lights. So hey, so, hey, we, so we got a light, so we got a light. Yo, how was your how how was your experience after having processed it? Um, I really, I really. I enjoyed the night. I mean, I always enjoy like just hanging with you and just being part of things and whatever. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was a good night in general, and I feel like uh, the wedding was was good as you know, dance floor wise as far as weddings go. Yep. And um, you know, barring one small incident, you know what I mean. <laughs> it happens. You know, people people um drink poor libations and right, you right, know they right. get but there's always one or, yeah, yeah, or right, seven yeah, 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 yeah. at every wedding you know right, yeah, so yeah. however i will say this and this has never happened before actually it happened once but it was in the opposite <laughs> direction this couple uh they're on their way to italy right now dope they wrote their review already oh snap. and that has never happened they were in the airport talking amongst each other. Yeah. Guy sent me an email. I was like, yo, this email is incredible. Thank you so much for this. Could you please like just cut and paste it and put it on my, you know, on my not website, you know? And he was like, absolutely. Yo, everything all right? We go, uh, uh, uh. So, um, yeah, that's, that's like, that's a first. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm glad because you were, you were part of that day. They were very, very happy. Oh, good, good, really, good. Really, really good, ec- good. ecstatic. So, yeah, I, yeah, um, it's great. I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out my relationship with with DJing weddings, and right. and you know, I, I want to change my attitude about it. I realize I kind of have a stank attitude about DJing weddings. Right. So, um, and I think that dates back to, hey, JB, if you're gonna be on the phone, could you move to another room? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm being I'm distracted right now. <laughs> JB's handling some business on the phone right now, so me and True will talk here. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm trying to come to grips with really why I feel this way, and you know, as as a younger person going to weddings, the wedding DJ was always this kind of tight, out of touch DJ, you know, wearing a black vest or whatever, and always playing oldies that I'd heard a million times at every wedding. And it felt very cookie cutter and it was very different from what I envisioned myself as a DJ. 
Um, so that always stuck with me. And that was always like, I don't want to be a wedding DJ. I want to be a hip hop DJ. I want to be a scratch DJ. That, I want to be on the radio. What's interesting is that voice actually sounds more like a wedding DJ voice. <laughs> 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 anyway, as, but, you were, as you were. So, so what I'm really trying to do is I'm really trying to reframe weddings yep. for myself. Mm-hmm. And you're a perfect, exa- perfect path to that because what you do is totally different. You're bringing something new and people recognize that. And that's why you're super, that's why you're popular and people love you as a wedding DJ, because you're like the new generation and you're doing new things and you're doing interesting things. I'm going to bring JB back up real quick. Um, We love you, true master. And, and so for me, you know, um, watching you do your thing, it, it kind of helps me reset on the thing and you know maybe i'm hoping that, that i can possibly embrace it at some point because it's a good thing to and give people worked, joy what, to what, bring people joy in music on their and what day. i feel like because you do all of that you know yeah. essentially you taught me that and you can still be who you are because i know that you don't like to be in the spotlight right. and i feel like weddings allow us to really crush it without making it about us. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're, you're a perfect example of that. You're a quiet DJ. You don't rock the mic. You don't get a... But people go crazy when you spin. Mm. You know? Don't they? Because you'd be crushing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So that, like... And those are very, very basic elements that outweigh any other aspect of the wedding. Forget yeah. announcements. Forget lighting. Forget all that... The mere fact that you could rock a crowd, mm. transition effortlessly, smooth from one track to you know, yeah, those are the, that's what is gonna matter the most. Two hours out of their eleven-hour day. Yeah, right. that's interesting. You know, it's funny. Again, I'm like kind of this is me being cathartic and thinking about my personal feelings and stuff. But um, you know, I, I DJed. A company function, a company picnic, like maybe a, a couple months ago, um, and I, then I just recently went back and visited the office, and one woman there was like, "Nate, you're so good. I mean, um, you did such a great job, and you're so good, and you're so focused on what you're doing, and blah blah blah." And but yet, I didn't really feel like I was doing that much at that particular function. You know, right. I kind of had a, a, like a small controller, and wait, uh, you have a controller? I was borrowed Jason's. Jason's. I borrowed Jason's. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because to get across the border without like tons of boxes oh, right, and stuff, right, right. you know what Schmack, I mean? Schmack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, and it occurred to me the difference between me DJing an event like that and like your typical wedding DJ, and that is that some people kind of it's like making sandwiches for them, you know? It's like making burgers at McDonald's. It's like it's systematic. You know what you're going to do next. There's no thought put into it. Right. Um, but whereas for me and you, I'm focusing every second on what's happening out in the crowd, right. um, what all the different variables that are happening, who's on the floor, who's reacting how, and I'm making split-second decisions on what I think the best song to play is next, and I'm super focused on that. And ultimately, I didn't, real, I didn't realize that that came across as me being good and doing something. I just kind of thought people, I was just like thinking really hard, <laughs> but it, the way it's perceived is totally different than what I, what I, how I thought it was perceived. Very true. You are the one who taught me the word. Yo, I just pulled an audible. Like I literally <laughs> learned that expression 
applied to DJing yeah. from you. And I was like, holy shit. Absolutely, man. Uh. And that's what it is. That's a split second decision where you're like, yo, the shit's going really good, really good. And you got that song ready. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that at that like three sec that you can switch this track and it'll take it just a notch higher. Yeah. Or it could go it could go the No, other it, way. you could. Sometimes yeah. it does. Sometimes yep, it does. Yep. But I learned DJ Audible. From oh, that's yeah. mad funny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> One night I'm DJing at Savoy, right? This is not this past weekend, weekend before last. I'm DJing at Savoy and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna drop 99 problems, Jay-Z. So I pull it up and I didn't realize that it was just the acapella. Ooh. So I oh, drop it yeah. and it's playing and I'm like, holy crap. What do I do next? Man. So I scroll through real quick and I find um, Africa. So I put I throw that on right. Yeah, and that's going and I and I keep bringing it back just the beginning part uh-huh. and it's playing the instrumental part in the beginning to Jay Z's verse. So I rocked his whole sixteen bars. And then let let the song drop, and people was like, "Yo!" Oh. And I was like, "Thank you, thank you." Where did that come from? Exactly. JD? Where did it come from? I, I just split second. Yeah, That's that yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. on the fly. Yeah. What's gonna work? And well, the interesting things that that happened just right. from. And that and that does decisions. come from being around you guys because this is marvelous when it comes to DJing. I'm just I just know music. You guys are marvelous when it comes to DJing. Thanks, man. So I watch y'all and. I pick up cues and clues from what y'all doing, how y'all rock. I've, I've always known how to read the crowd because I, I spit, but it's different when you DJ. Mm-hmm. Right, you, know I mean? right, you have right. to know, okay, I'm playing this song and it's not working. It's, yep. I'm only going to play a few more seconds and take that and off. Then, yeah. Yep. Something yep. new. Something new. Oh, something yeah. new. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Word. Word. You should play your song though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. So speaking that of was DJ, the longest practice <laughs> yeah, yeah. ever, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not over yet. So yeah. let's see how it goes. So speaking of DJing, um, one of my, one of the the events that I DJ every year is the Ellen Sinopoli Dance Company um, Gala, um, and a couple years ago, um, it's always a great event um, because you know like. Early in the night, I'm just like, you know, playing chill back cocktail, interesting co- cocktail hour style music. You know, then the, the party picks up and I start playing party joints. But, you know, these are like artistic people here. They're, they're legit dance, professional dancers in the room. Um, so the party always is like really dope. And in the beginning of the party, it's always, you know, pretty much it's similar to the s- same type of skills you would use for a wedding because um, there's a mixed crowd, a lot of different ages. Um, and I'm often playing for, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing old, you know, old classics and, and different. But as the night progresses um, and the crowd thins out and you have like the the real family, the the heart of the organization and the dancers there, the dance floor gets really super interesting depending on what you what you play. Um, and so I guess what I'll do at this point is I'll play this, you know, Imagine, you know, I'm DJing this, the, 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 the gala a couple of years ago, and we're getting into, like, some more interesting stuff. It's the point of the night where I can start getting into some interesting stuff. And I'm going to play you the song, and then I'm going to talk more about it, because the song seemed to do something, and we're going to talk about it. Um, but let me just pull this up. Um, the name of the song is Tell You Today. It's a loose joints j- joint. Yep. Um, 
I wish I remember the name of uh, it's Arthur Russell, I believe, is like one of the key players oh, oh, yeah. in, uh, in, in Loose Joints. It's like this obscure um, New York City um, disco group um, that has a, what's what's the real popular one? True. Is it all over my face? You got me love dancing. You got me love, love, dancing. love dancing. Right. So this is another joint by them, but it's even more obscure and it's even a little bit more weirder. Um, but and I but I dropped it, and so I'm gonna drop it now, and we'll listen to it for a little bit. I'm not gonna play the whole joint because it's long, but here we go. <laughs> So this song, so, you know, I'm playing this song and all of a sudden, you know, like the dance floor, it's not like super packed like earlier in the night because, you know, a lot of people have, have thinned out by then. Some of the older people have gone home. Um, and it's really just, you know, like I said, like the family there, you know, and like the dance group, the, 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 the and the troop. Yeah. And they're doing, you know, they're, everybody's like spinning around the world, uh, around the, uh, the room to this song, like, you know, doing modern dance kind of like freestyling and, and, um, and I could actually picture that happening yeah. while it was playing. I was picturing that type of vibe happening. And, I, and I'm telling you this song, this song is legit magic because all of a sudden it took me it took it transported me to like another place like right. like the energy in the room legit shifted to the point like 
am I dreaming? Did I just like die and go to heaven? Like it was like angels dancing around with this song happening. And I was legit transported to like another place. And, and that's really only happened a, a, a few times to me, honestly. Um, and, but maybe the only time for me DJing, maybe a couple other times was actually as, as an audience member. Um, and so, and people have said that to me as well from when we've done events, like, yo, the energy, yo, tonight was incredible. The energy totally shifted. Like I could feel the energy shift, you know? And, um, so I just kind of wanted to acknowledge the magic that this song is. And, but I also wanted to have a conversation about have, have either you guys, um, experience that either as a DJ or as an audience member where you really feel like you've been transported to like another dimension or like the energy has changed so drastically that it's almost as good as like an out of body experience. Um, what are your experiences with that? And I know true, you got some other stuff to say about this song, but let's go, let's have the conversation, man. You know, I've only been gotten back into DJ in what three, four months. But I will say this, there are certain songs that I put on and I watch the audience reaction. And I'm not even talking about the stuff where I have them turning up. I'm talking about just regular stuff that I'm playing. That, and they're like, yo, what is that? Mm. That's amazing. Mm. And it does feel like the room transforms, the energy shifts, yep. and everybody vibe changes. And, and now they're, they want to know what you're going to play next. Because mm-hmm. this was amazing. If you rocking this, what else you got up your sleeve? Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, I've experienced that. And I've always, I always experience, experience it as a patron being out, hanging out with my guys and y'all rocking. I always experience that. I'm always like, yo, True, you killed it. Nate, you fucking you crushed it. Oh my God. I'm all, I always feel like that because music itself transformed me. Like I, you know, when I came over here, my energy was a little crazy tonight because of what happened mm-hmm. but listening to the music i'm in the best spirits ever right mm-hmm. now you know what i'm saying so music always has that that uh that catalyst for change mm-hmm. for me it always lifts my spirit so i'm sure it does that for everyone else and i could see that song that you just played yeah totally making everybody want to get up and dance yeah it's totally hypnotic and it, it was just i mean I, honestly it's a seven minute long song and i probably played all seven minutes of it, or almost all seven minutes. You of would it. have to follow up with something just as good, you know what I mean, and, oh, and keep yeah. it in that same type of vein, that hundred hundred five yeah. BPM disco type house music. You would have to keep that rocking for the next next twenty minutes. You would have to. Yeah. It, well, I don't know. Whatever I did that night worked. I'll tell you, I it bet. was it was amazing. Whoa, for me at least. That was insane. What do you think, true? Yo, first of all, that was a disco house track, like. You know, late disco, early house yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first thing I'm, I want to say is that it reminded me of um, a call and response jazz track mm. because everybody had a chance. Like the guitarist had a chance, mm-hmm. the horn player had a chance, the yeah, saxophone yeah. player had a chance. And I also noticed that the horn, one of the horn players, was playing like dropping his his notes like after the drums were hitting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And, yo, I shit you guys not. The song that I was going to pick tonight yeah. was a Marvin Gaye track from Hear My Dear called um, Is That Enough? Mm. And the song is a very interesting track because it's, it, it, the song deals with, like, his divorce and, you know, how he had to um, support her lifestyle after 
after they were separated and he had to continue, you know, the judge is saying, hey, you know, he had to give them all of the money that she's asking for. And, you know, why do I have to? But how he's talking about the song is that he's singing his main, his sings, he sings his main verse. Then he sings his doubles. Then he's talking against his doubles. Then he's like doing some sort of an ad lib. There's like four layers maybe even five layers of his vocals that work so magically. And I was, I was getting some of that here because this is a house track. Okay. And then it was like jazz yeah. and then it was disco. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, you know, some obscure of the obscure alt rock in a weird yeah, way. Yeah. Some experimental yeah. rock. There, I was, yo man, I was, yep. I was definitely getting taken away. Did you, and I'm also thinking about the first podcast of stretching Bobito. The, the one with Badu. Oh, shout yeah, out to yeah, Stretch yeah, Bobito. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got the new joints on. We got to, we got to, shout out to them. They got to listen to us. We got to listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Our. Well, we did, well, we, we listened yeah. to the first episode. We held up the, our end of the agreement, Stretch and Bobito. Yeah. Be listen to <laughs> us. But the last, but the last song that he played that he was talking to Badu about, that freaking, that Indian, that British Indian guy. Oh, yeah. Like, damn, man. Like, that's how I felt because it was such a trippy. Well, a fly joint. It was yeah. a fly ass song, and I'm I went and looked for it and downloaded it and everything. I was like, mm. I don't know when I'm going to play this, but <laughs> I know when I do play it, people are going to look at me like, what? What is that? What's happening? Right. What's happening? Yo, that was a great. That was a great track. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, I appreciate that for real. All right. That's yeah. how you, you see. I show. took a picture of it. I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, he did. I, he did. I need to see what he that did. is. Did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, in my yeah, collection because yeah. I know I don't have it. So I'm going to be playing that this Sunday or something. Nice. <laughs> you should. You should. It's, it's an amazing track, and it's yes. magic when used when used in the right way. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently, I've realized this song is actual legit magic. Yeah, like that uh, was my experience. My experience. Yep. My experience was that that song literally was like a magic potion. It was. It was unbelievable. Man, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's dope. That's one song. That's man. that. That's one song. And it, yes, it is. And I'm JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses, a.k.a. Dirty Grandpa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hashtag shit. granddad jokes. Oh, New sad. shit. New shit. Uh, and you are? DJ Nate the Great. And what are we going out to? Oh, we should come out with a... We should We should. All, we should have a song to go out to each week. Oh. Yo. We should choose an Aretha joint then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. R.I.P. Aretha Franklin. She Hell just yeah. passed uh, a few days back. How yeah. about... How about one step? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Word. All right, let's find that joint. I got a billion of them. You should be able yeah. to find one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. All right, thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace.
Step two. 